Coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom. I buy my guns from a guy named T-Rex. He's a small arms dealer. <laughs> I was drinking. <laughs> dum, dum, da, da, village Idiom. Hello and welcome to The Village Idiom. We are a podcast that every week we choose a popular saying and take an admittedly shallow, hopefully comedic, once in a while interesting, if we're really lucky, educational dive into its usage, its meaning, its origins, but mostly... We're going to use it to hang our otherwise directionless conversation on. My name is Jurassic Mark. And I am Skinny. Welcome to part two. It's the double-barreled episode. Part pew-pew. <laughs> and the lasers. Pew-pew. <laughs> this one is uh, both chambers. This is uh, the double-barreled shotgun wow. of episodes. Wow. Yes, this absolutely. This is, this is the 12-gauge of episodes. That's great. You got more? No. Just, <laughs> just keep Buckshot, birdshot. Last week was part A. This week is part BB. <laughs> nice. Stretching. Keep, keep keep the dad jokes rolling. <laughs> yeah, same clothes, uh, same filming. We are, uh, this is the big carry on of part two. Let's jump into what are today's idioms. Well, we were rifling through a bunch of idioms that have to do with firearms or shooting or, or guns. And so... Uh, so we've, you can go back and listen, but we had previously done, like, two years ago, we did sitting shotgun, bite the bullet, son of a gun, flash in the pan, shoot the breeze. Last week, go grab that one quick and then wa- listen to that one first and then then chime in right now. Chime in? Then tune in right now. Uh, last week, we covered shotgun weddings, sweating bullets, and going off half-cocked, and we're going to pick up where we left off. We've got our sights set on these next ones. So let's see here. Uh, what. We should get into well. Do you want to get into it right away, or do you have more more preamble, as you call it? Well, I don't. Nothing has particularly happened since five minutes ago. <laughs> well, you're giving away like. <laughs> but it could have. All right. Uh, well, here's the next one. I, had I do. On the, I would like to. Oh, pre- sorry. I would like, I would like to. Lock, stock, and barrel. Which again does not make sense because lock, it, stock, and barrel from Roger Rabbit. By the stock way, stock action. And barrel. Yeah, I wonder if it's. I I didn't find any reference to this, but I wondered if lock, stock, and barrel was an old like they didn't always call it action. Maybe the old bolt guns was called a lock or something. I never came across that. I was making that up. So in my head as now. part of the safety course, yeah, it was one of those. There's the three parts of of the firearm: the stock, the the action, and then the barrel. Yeah. And so yeah, so the, I can't even hear that now without being upset. The lock, stock, I'm, and barrel. I'm vexed. Well, maybe the origins will will help you with that. Maybe they're entirely different this time. What like, the so origins? It, yeah, so it has nothing to do with what I'm thinking. Oh yeah, maybe it does. Maybe, maybe. Should we get into origins right away? No. We should, he said, said no so after I pressed Where'd play on go? things. Where they go? No one can know. I turned around and looked behind. Those words came from another mind. I think you'll find this a little bit interesting because uh, lock, stock, and barrel, or stock, action, and barrel, as uh, as we learned, um, here's one theory of where lock, stock, and barrel comes from, and it's not firearms. Well, it is a little bit. I'll just tell you. It, I, I found it suggested that this phrase refers to all of a shopkeeper's possessions. So the stock, that he had, whatever he's selling. Perfect. I didn't know that, but... It's stock in trade, I'm right? I'm happier now. Yeah. The items stored in barrels. Makes sense. Back in the day. Lock, stock, and barrel. And uh, the lock on the door. The, 
I like it. Right? Because it's not so to do lock, with firearms. So stock, and barrel. Uh, however, this explanation I-, I heard called more than once fanciful. So the whole thing was in question when this phrase was originated because uh, the musket was was composed of three parts. The lock or the flintlock. Flintlock. Which is the firing mechanism. Um, various forms of the lock muskets were used in the 1400s forward. The term lock was probably adopted because the mechanism resembles a door lock. Hmm. But that feels so like it's a actually stretch. called a flintlock. It is called a flintlock, yeah. So you don't need it to look like anything. It's <laughs> called a flintlock. So. The stock, which is the wood or the butt end of the gun. The stock is the old term for the... It's not even an old term. It's still what it's called. The butt end or the stump end of, uh, of the base of the gun. Mm-hmm. So as early as 1495 and associated with, in association with Tudor guns, um, it was, uh, oh, and, oh, well, no, we'll come back to that. Maybe if we have time. There's, there's some connections to laughing stock, but maybe we'll save that for okay. its own idiom. And then the barrel, that is a cylindrical object, which is an even older wor- word, obviously. Um, and, uh, the, this is why it may be actually the shopkeeper's th- thing because the musket part of the gun was not a barrel. I think it was called a musket. Oh, really? Yeah. So they would have been familiar. So not collectively a musket. They would have only been familiar at the time of this being said. They would have only been familiar with barrels, meaning the squat coopered tubs used for storage which are not at all similar to the cylindrical tubes that are now used in rifles and stuff. So it may be that the term migrated from like cannons and other barrel shaped things, but lock, stock and barrel. Um, I like the shopkeeper. Yeah. One. It could have come from that, shopkeeper. That one totally, shopkeeper's not, that one totally not gets rifles. Well, it's a, when you were uh, shooting all half cocked on get, getting these, your, your videos rolling or your audio rolling. And I think it's important that it, it just like a firearm, yeah. That that you that you prove you prove the video you prove you prove things. Do you I remember? Should. Do you remember what the prove acronym stood oh, for? Oh, I see where this goes. So we went over the acronym ACTS ACTS mm-hmm. last week. Uh, this week P R O V E. So P point the muzzle in the, the safest possible direction. Nice. Uh, R uh, remove all ammunition. Remove ammo. O observe the chamber. Observe the observe chamber. the, the, yep. the bore. Uh, P R O V verify the so the feed. Verify the, the, the feed the feed path. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, P R O V E is examine the bore. Examine the bore. Yeah. Oh wait, the, what was the observe part? Observe. Oh, you just look down the chamber. Yeah, you're, 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 you're yeah. The visual and observation. Examine the bore is actually putting something into the bore to right. ensure that it is empty. Yeah, all these little safety things that uh, like you'll never forget because you end up doing it in the course like so many yeah. times. Like I know, you're, like you're he proving really it, proving it, prove it. Yeah, say I'm it not again. even going to say, say it again. when you just approach the web, prove it. Yeah, like just. First thing you do is prove it. And when you're tested, he doesn't tell you to prove it. He just expects you to. Yeah, be able, being able to prove the weapon. Yeah. It was fantastic. It, it was good, yeah. Yeah, very educational. And the word rifle um, uh, actually comes, I found this out today, comes from a French word, rifle. Mm-hmm. I don't know that's how you say it, but R-I-F-L-E-R. 
which means to scratch or to scrape, because the word rifle means the spiral engraving inside the barrel mm-hmm. of a long barreled rifling. rifle. So it's called rifling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's where the word rifle actually comes from. And lock, stock, and barrel should and really does refer to muskets, not rifles. But, you know, lock, stock, and barrel. Shopkeeper. I'm going with shopkeeper, I like even though that. muskets were around. I like the shopkeeper. Um, and depending on wh- where people got things back in the day, um, I did come across this. I buy my guns from a guy named T-Rex. He's a small arms dealer. <laughs> I was drinking. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> wow. Did so, you find that? Or did you no, make that no, one up? No, I, I found it. When I was looking around, it just came across. I was like, ah, ah, that's funny. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, the, I, I this, know you like your dinosaur-themed things. Yeah, I, I really do. Uh, the lock, stock, and barrel um, was, while we were sitting in that safety course, he never used the words lock, stock, and barrel. Like you said, it was action, stock, and barrel. But it was when he said, and showed the image, action, stock, and barrel, that I wrote a note. Um <laughs> all firearms related idioms in one episode. Oh, okay. So really? it was right there. And then, and then I had to concentrate on the instructions cause I was just like, okay, like shooting fish in a barrel. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, not that one. Uh, uh, I'm like writing down notes of what we should do our next episode about <laughs> instead of paying attention to my safety course. But I must've paid attention enough cause I was, I passed with flying colors. It's you good. got a hundred percent on your written test. Well, I didn't get a hundred. I, I did the classic. But I asked, but I asked for clarification. On questions, yeah, and so because I did that, I would have got it messed up anyway. So I know my mistakes were one was, and he warned us. Some of these have a double negative. Make sure you read the question right. That, oh, that I was, hate that. That was mine. It's one of those. Is like I don't even remember. It was something about shooting a stop sign, mm-hmm. so uh, and it said not. "un" instead of just the. And so I know you're not allowed to shoot a stop sign. So I'm like, no. Or false, whatever it was. It's like, oh, it's you should a, not yeah, not shoot yeah, a it was stop sign. Something like that. Not, not. And I'm like, what oh, mean? garbage. And then the other one was, um, we're going to get into full bore, but there was it's basically the spread of a shotgun based on the bore of your of your gun mm-hmm. and uh, firearms. He never used the word gun. Did you notice that? Is it proper to just say firearm? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it just because it covers so many things. Yeah. Anyway, the. Uh, there's a spectrum of what type of bore you have. And so how far or how, how big of a spread your shotgun, um, uh, balls, what are they called? (laughs) Shotgun, the shot. shot, Thank you. Uh, how much it will spread or not, how direct it'll be. And I had the notes in my book. I wrote it like from a to Z in order and somehow memorized the terminology backwards. So oh, that no. got me two different questions about the same thing wrong. That sucks. Because I had it memorized backwards in the term. So anyway, other than that. Other than that, I got 100%. <laughs> other than all the things I got wrong, I did good. You know what I should have done? I should have slowed down and read it carefully, read over it again. Uh, the person next to me, we all had different tests. The person next to me, uh, she was completely finished and went over and read it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I should have done that. Instead, I was... I did mine a second time as well. I was like... We're on a hair trigger here, people. I was hair triggered. I was just answering, firing. Bang, That's bang, a bang, funny bang. word. Hair uh, triggered. Uh, triggered. That's the next one. Hair triggered. Are you that was triggered? from Transformers, that little clip. Is triggered a, a whole other category for you? Should I wait? 
Uh, yeah, I have hair trigger and trigger. Okay, do hair trigger. Tell me hair, hair trigger. Hair trigger is simple. It was figuratively used as early as 1841, but really has to do with your trigger is so sensitive on your firearm that even a hair but touching it. Even if you it, talk to it harshly, it'll go off. <laughs> what? It's so sensitive. Oh, I see. Uh, no, even if you brushed a hair against it, it would fire that. You never do anything right. Don't brush your hair against me. It would fire on the slightest touch, even a hair. That's what hair triggered means. And so it's like one in, of them Looney Tunes when like a butterfly lands on the, the this car. This is so funny. I'm about to talk about Looney Tunes. Oh, really? So hair trigger, H-A-R-E, is no. also in 1945 Mary Melody's cartoon. Mel Blanks. Uh, Fritz Freeling, actually. Mm. And... It was. It featured Bugs Bunny and was the first ever appearance of Yosemite Sam. That's that is funny. Yeah, and then you. No, I was thinking more like uh, the coyote when something's like teetering on the edge, and then like a butterfly or oh, something. Oh yeah, will come exactly. Yeah. yeah, like the straw that broke the camel's the back. The one thing that pushes it over the hair trigger. Yeah. So figuratively, you you react quickly. I just I just was like answering my test so fast I should have slowed down. You are just like go go go. You are you react so fast. You're like hair triggered. Slow mm. down. Breathe in the moment. You get upset so quickly. You're hair triggered. Is that what people say about me? No, I'm just trying to give examples of uh, of that. Okay, um, I don't think I have a clip for triggered, so let's go right into triggered. That that works well. Hair triggered to triggered. Oh, I just want to talk about the word triggered. Okay, that, that's that's. Let's do it. <laughs> let's talk about it. The, I find it fascinating that uh, this. Like we we talked about with the mention of the word guns that that certain things just set people off. Yeah, and so this they but fired but, up. But I'm not a fan of saying that I'm triggered. Oh, I see. Like it's like, oh, I, I don't know. I just it sounds like a whole vein of people who are ultra sensitive. Yeah, I'm, I'm triggered. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. triggers me. Well, if you look in the dictionary, the word triggered or trigger even. Um, there's so many definitions. I've got 11 here, which starts the the most obvious one is the finger operated lever on a firearm. But how are you supposed to know though? Well, it's like, well, uh, that triggers me. How am I supposed to know what triggers you? Anybody like, so it, it, it's like, just it, it like, it's like sensitivity identity. <laughs> yes. And so it's like putting yourself into this position where, the sensitivity to something becomes your person. Well, yeah. Well, I'm, maybe, I'm, your tri- I'm triggered by that. I don't right? know if this answers you. Bringing up the word triggered is, triggers you. Is, is my triggered? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm triggered. Wasn't the Lone Ranger's horse trigger? Um, Am I getting that wrong? Hi ho, Silver. Who rode Trigger? Roy Rogers. Trigger. I think his horse's name hmm. was Trigger. It's hmm. a good name for a horse. He was triggered all the time, I guess. Uh, so, so I don't know if this answers your question or if that was even a legitimate question, but the concept of being triggered dates back to the early studies of post-traumatic stress disorder. So PTSD after World War I, which I didn't even know PTSD, the term was that old because it seems kind of newer than that. But anyway, yeah. uh, PTSD occurs when someone has endured tra- trauma or, or coming out of war, abuse, uh, attempted suicide, uh, rape, all of those things that induce that level of stress or trauma, uh, can cause PTSD. So the reminders of that trauma are metaphorically said to trigger because it's what fires that element in you. So triggers can be 
multi-sensory. It could be a sound or something you see or even a, a smell. But anything. And yeah, that's so, the part that I find. So the psychological like, part of it is way overused right now. It's like, oh, you know, now we have m- movies and documentaries and episodes of podcasts that give a trigger warning because they don't know. But that list is that list is endless. Yeah, a, a, a certain a, a certain word. I just find that trigger so warnings in, only came out in the 2010s. So in um, like a public workspace, like. Um, I had someone, uh, different scenarios. There's a person who genuinely has a, so it's not like a, like a verbal trigger. It's that they have sensitivities to smells. Okay. And, and requested that if we could make a broad public announcement for people to not wear deodorant or perfume. Okay. And so it was like trying to control the environment by getting everyone else to change their, change their na- thing. And I'm like, oh man, every day. like. People are not good. Like you know, have hundreds of people. It's like, please don't wear deodorant here. <laughs> it's just so. If that happened, like, that would trigger me. If nobody was wearing deodorant, <laughs> you you would be triggered by everybody I had to reeking. Smell everybody's. I'd rather I'd rather have an allergic reaction to your deodorant <laughs> than yes. smell whatever bo you're carrying around. So, so I, it's 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 trying to conform the environment to be like safe for you. So. If it's like, oh, if if little Johnny has shellfish, then like, so shouldn't we shouldn't have shellfish around? But then there's like, oh, uh, like licorice gives me like some. I break out in hives at the, you know, the smell of licorice or strawberries or something. Like, where does it end? There's no peanut butter. There's no deodorant. There's no strawberries. I don't know if his there's microphones no are picking up the fists that Skinny is pounding on the desk. Here. I just don't, it, it's it's maddening. Yeah, I know. To like, what do you do with all of these things? Don't mention this. Don't say that. Don't. Uh, anyways, so like, you're not triggered. Like, it, it it also depends. Like, if you're talking, if there was somebody in my household that had a death deathly uh, allergic reaction to peanuts, there's not going to be peanuts in this house, that, and I will warn people coming into this house. Please leave your M M&M and M peanuts in the car. Fair enough. In your own home. In your own that's home. That's a fine thing. Yeah. Public public arenas. Is Once you go trickier. into the public, you have to take care of yourself. Not that others can't be sensitive. Once you know somebody, but if you're going into the public with a placard saying one your- one whiff of peanut, or if I touch a peanut, I'll die. Yeah. That's that's trick. That's a tricky way to live. And so, like, there's like the empathy towards that, but it's like I don't know. Unless they're going to remove peanut butter off the shelves someone's gonna have peanut butter right like that's just how it's gonna be yeah and then yeah so if you're eating shellfish peanut butter sandwiches and don't want me to have shellfish you're just being selfish (laughs) you're being shellfish (laughs) makes complete sense well that's all i had for being triggered uh any more thoughts on that on not on that particular thing Uh, in terms of sensitivity uh there's been an increased sensitivity to like um surveillance People feeling surveyed, surveilled, surveilled, surve, 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 surveil, surve. I'm having a stroke right now. I think <laughs> it's surveilled. I heard it used uh, the it other surveilled? day. Yeah, and it, I'm like, that can be said in as a verb like that. Surve- surveil. Surveillance is the noun. Being surveilled, you're, it's a verb. Yeah, yeah. People Sounds just, wrong. Yeah, it does sound wrong. Uh, yeah, people are just like con- concerned about being surveilled. I'm kind of with them. Yeah. Yeah, like like it is what it is as our 
you know, world moves on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there are some countries that have surveillance, like, to the next level. Mm -hmm. And there are issues come with zero privacy. Yeah. Yeah. uh, There's some things you're like, the immediate reaction of, of like, well, I've got nothing to hide. Yeah, I don't either. But... yeah, but I'm I'm also like I lean to like well I don't like doesn't mean I'm leaving all my my blinds open so yeah people can stare at me all the time yeah like if you're a YouTuber you put what you want to be seen on YouTube but what if everything you did was put on YouTube yeah that's not good right right and I don't mean obviously you have privacy within your home to a point <laughs> we're welcoming surveillance into our homes by um, filming Alexa me. and sure. Google Homes I, and all that I, kind of I, stuff. I, uh, a, a funny gag. Someone was saying, uh, you know, I was talking, was talking with my um, spouse about like, you know, this whole thing and surveillance, and you know, she's like, "Ah, oh, you're crazy," and then she laughed, and then I laughed, and then Alexa laughed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's it, right there. Yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> who knows how some, how uh, how much the government is interested in when you go to the washroom? But anyways, just talk about things that are. I don't know, triggering or people get wound up about. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, just fill out, I don't know, just pay with your credit card. I'll pay with my credit card. I don't want the people knowing what I'm doing. Yeah. I'll pay cash. Right. Like, cash is a pain in the butt. Yeah, it'll be. It'll get even more interesting when uh, social credit kicks in, if it ever does. Because then you can be surveilled. It's like, oh, you spent your money on um, these fossil fuels. You no longer have money for those products anymore. You're like, you're in, you're in there. I I'm aware of people's conspiracy theories. That sounded personal though. Like you were like, you were... I still use my credit card to get gas. Don't worry. I drive a Jeep. My See, social credit has gone out the window. You don't have windows. <laughs> That's right. I don't. I have nothing to worry about. You're fine. That's right. Okay. Well, let's keep going. Uh, here's another one. Pirates. Full bore and into the abyss. Full bore and into the abyss. Well, this is what you're talking about with. Um... Your test, your exam. Full, yeah. Full I, bore, I restricted. The numbers I got wrong, the questions I got wrong were because I went in half cocked. I was hair triggered and went in full bore. That's awesome. Firing on all. Oh, that's not a weapon. Uh, yeah. So full bore. Um, what I, when I went to see if this was. A, full bore means there's no restrictor in it. Right. So when I went to look up, is this firearm related or not? It seems like it would be because uh, well, here's here's a funny quote that I didn't even know was a term, but this uh, here's a quote that that opened up this conversation in my own world. Mr. Clinton proposes only small bore reforms. Opined opined the New York Times in an editorial about Medicare a couple of weeks earlier. A cheerful harangue in the same space about tax cuts included a prepositional phrase, but the economy is now operating at full bore. So there was a phrase talking about full bore, and he wanted only small bore reforms. So there's a little bit of conflict there, first of all, because shouldn't the opposite of small bore be big bore, or shouldn't the opposite of full bore be empty bore? <laughs> but but we learned at the firearms course that full bore, there's a like restrictors that can be screwed into the end of that's a, a right. shotgun, and so it's a restricted bore, so it gives a tighter pattern. Um, versus the full bore, which is the widespread of a shotgun. Right. So some lexicographers think that the bore that's used in this terminology isn't from firearms. It like actu- about a pig. 
It that kind of no, 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 no. But still, B O R E has to do with engine cylinders. So uh, mm. there are some citations that go back to the twenties, but a, a lot of others think that its origin is from the measurement of the inside of the barrel of a gun. So the barrel is the long part of the gun. The bore is the entire tunnel inside that may be rifled or not. The muzzle is the end of said barrel. So it's it's. It's not confusing, but it's slightly confusing. You, you have to put in the restrictor. Because the, the barrel is basically the, the outside of the bore. The bore is the inside of the you, barrel. You put it into the muzzle. And the muzzle is the exit point. You have to put it into the muzzle, but it restricts the bore because it's tapers down. The restrictor, right. Yeah. yeah. So the full bore is no restrictor. Right. And this changes what we talked about. Was it this episode or the one before about the spread of the shot mm-hmm. when you're using a shotgun? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, full bore would be... No restrictors. So you're you're full on going. So whether it's from a, a barrel of a gun or an engine, bore has an extended use, and it seems to be attributed in either case to the Royal Air Force in World War II. Here's another quote. I went after him full bore, recounted the ace C.H. Ward Jackson in 1943. There was a need for a new full since full sail, full blast, full steam were obsolete. They switched to full bore. And so... They're pretty sure it came from the Royal Air Force, unsure as to whether it has to do with firearms, barrel of a rifle, or engines. But either way, Royal Air Force, most likely we're talking about some sort of firearm. So that is um, full bore. That completes out the the list, eh? No. Um, let's see if I, I got, uh, I don't know if I have a clip here. I don't have a clip, but we've got itchy trigger finger. Okay. Um, so an itchy trigger finger is someone that has an itchy trigger finger. They're inclined to shoot a gun at someone else without any good reason or unexpectedly. Um, that's a direct definition, but if you have an itchy trigger finger with out an actual firearm, it just means you're quick to react a little bit different than uh, a hair trigger. Cause hair trigger is a quick reaction. Itchy trigger finger would be like, you, you like to react hmm. like you're, you're not just quick to have a reaction. You, you want this. You want this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's itchy trigger finger. Um, I I still have two more. We have time? N- no. Well, you're going to have to be quick. Just give us okay. some. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, okay. Shoot from the hip. Someone who shoots okay. from the hip, you're rash, you're impulsive. A lot of them have similar meanings, but it's like a gunslinger who draws the gun from the holster, fires it without raising it. We already talked about that the accuracy in old Westerns is completely wrong. Shooting from the hip is a very random firing, but it's somebody who like, sometimes you'll see somebody who just like, I'm going to wing it. Mm-hmm. That's someone who shoots from the hip. And here's our last one. Getting fired from a job. So okay. I was like, does this have anything to do? The most popular explanation for why we say someone was fired from the job goes back to when civilizations were evolving and all had to work and trade so that everyone's needs were met. And if here, listen to this, I didn't know this. If someone wasn't contributing to the community or they were hurting the greater good of the society, other people would burn down their homes. And when they would see this, they would know they were not wanted and they would move on. So you were literally fired from work or trade in the community. Wow. Because you weren't carrying your weight. You had another snuffed like survivor. Yeah. Another explanation is that people adopted the phrase fired or fired out to mean someone was expelled from a place just as a bullet is expelled from a firearm 
And uh, some fired. historians say it was shortened to wow. fire because it's just easier to say it, but it You're means fired. you were expelled. You were shot out. You were That's gone. great. Yeah. That actually is so fantastic. Right. You were expelled. So You got fired. Before we completely Woo. conclude and play Riddlink, here's the ones we didn't yet cover. Okay. Bringing a knife to a gunfight, smoking gun, dead eye, dodge a bullet, in the crosshairs, Jump the gun, keep your powder dry, like shooting fish in a barrel, it's a long shot, packing heat, a powder keg, shoot off one's mouth, shoot oneself in the foot, and silver bullet. Wow. We could have gone Wow. A Maybe we'll worth. pick up on one or two of those other ones like when we start to get into the four or five hundreds. Sounds good. That's crazy. There's a lot of There's them. a lot of firearm reference idioms. Yeah. And we're running long only covering half of the ones we decided to do so that's awesome well we are uh being uh cognizant of the time because we know that your uh the time you spend exercising is limited right this was something that we've surveyed with Surveilled. our illegitimate children and so, <laughs> so, so so we should get into the game the game is riddling and it's a game we play that takes a two-part trivia based question and requires a two-part overlapping answer overlapping by syllables syllables or word or words so for example last week part one of this guns and ammo uh two-parter was um what did we leave with them um was it the paris one yep okay this long-barreled firearm is paris's pride and joy one more time this long-barreled firearm is paris's pride and joy did you get that one I'm, I'm thinking that's a rifle tower. Rifle tower. The answer isn't rifle. The it's answer like, isn't Eiffel Tower. Thank it's you. Rifle tower. That's thank how you, you play Riddling. Thank, thank you, Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> rifle tower. Okay. Well, I've got a couple prepared. I've got a couple pre- prepared. Let, let me uh, let me let me jump in here. All right. This is this is pretty tight. I was proud of proud of the wording. Chomp your ammunition in Matrix slow mo. Oh. Chomp your ammunition. In Matrix slow mo, there's a term for that. Yes, I mean, there bite is. the bullet, bullet. The legitimate children know what it oh, is. Oh man, bullet time frame. I don't know. Bite the bullet. Did you just pull that out of your bullet frame? Is it time frame? It's bullet time. Bullet time. <gasps> Matrix nice. slow mo is called bullet time. That's great. That's great. I'm proud of myself. I must have had it back in the Rolodex somehow. Yeah, it's crazy that you pulled that out of your ear like that. Yep. Uh, bite the bullet! Uh, bite the bullet time! Bite the bullet time! Okay, well I've got a couple here. Let's start with this one. This father of the bride forced ceremony is sending out cards for the event. Oh, this father of the bride forced ceremony is sending out cards for the event. That would be a shotgun wedding invitation. That's correct. The legitimate children, see if you can beat Jurassic Mark to the punch. I think they might be able to on this one. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm going to act quick then. Okay, I'm not sure I'm how. Gonna, up, I got an itchy up, trigger. Itchy I'm trigger not finger. Sure how up Bring it you on. are on your Lord of the Rings? Oh no, that's why I think they could beat you. <laughs> of all nerd stuff, this is not your no, your forte. It's not. No restrictor in the barrel for this son of Gondor. No restrictor in the barrel for this son of Gondor. I may not know much about Lord of the Rings, but I know this. This is full boring. <laughs> Am I right? No. <laughs> what is it? 
<laughs> the son of Gondor. The legitimate children, you know. I don't know. You might be screaming it. Uh, he is Boromir. Boromir. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, uh, you, uh, full, it's full Boromir. If you need a shave, but you don't have a bathroom, you might need to borrow a mirror. Uh, okay, well, I got one more, but let's leave this one dangling out there for everyone and tell people how they can play along. The Legitimate Children, we would love to hear from you on Instagram at the.village.idiom or email us at villageidiompodcast at gmail.com or whether it's the Facebooks, the YouTubes, or the Twitters at three or the X at three minutes gone. Here it is. The thing you pull on your firearm is also irregular military actions carried out by small independent forces. The thing you pull on your firearm is also irregular military actions carried out by small independent forces. Oh, I don't know what this is. That is three think, minutes I gone. Think you do. I, I'm chewing on it in my brain, and my brain matter doesn't doesn't know what the answer is. It's it's it's, okay, not, it's well, such a short little syllable overlap that it's okay. Well, the illegitimate children can can beat me to this. Yeah, one. All right. Well, thank you for uh, tuning into this uh, double-barreled episode. Nice. It was. Uh, it was. It was uh, fun putting it together. It was a blast. Fun. <laughs> so sick. Oh, the, the we should have had a trigger warning at the bit, at the beginning of this as well. You should have. <laughs> well, that was good. I'm skinny. I'm Jurassic Mark. These are the village idioms. <laughs> Three minutes gone.